0: Welcome to the How to Start a Career course from Plato University, where you're going to learn the secret job search strategies of top candidates to find meaningful work, build your network, and have long-lasting career success. If you want to learn how to land your dream job in any type of market, join us at Plato.University for exclusive content and actionable exercises with every lesson. I'm your learning guide, Brandon Stover, and let's get started. Welcome back. In our previous lesson, we covered the importance of networking and hopefully I gave you some strategies that you can start using to network and not feel like it's such a painful task to do. Now, something that I brought up in the last lesson during networking was using it as a way in order to skip the application process. Today, we're going to dive into filling out applications, but I want to reiterate if you are able to skip applying, then do so. One way you can do this during networking, especially with the people that you're getting information about the company from, for instance, if you're going out on a coffee date and asking them about their role, how they got into it, what skills you need, so on and so forth, you can bring your resume along and ask if they'll give you feedback on your resume for this specific position. This is a great way to give them your resume without them feeling pressured to hand it to their HR team. This is also a great way to find out what you need to focus on to be their ideal candidate. This approach will also help you start building an ally. If you take their advice and they can see the changes that you've made or the skills that you've gained, they will naturally feel like they have contributed to your success, and they will be much more invested in your future. They will be more likely to give your resume to the right person and provide a reference. And this is beneficial to them since most companies have internal referral programs that will compensate them. Companies know the best hires come from referrals because their employees already know so much about the company, and they're able to better identify who will be successful. Another way that you can sneak your resume in before an application is by asking the employer that you want to work for to give you a resume critique. The point here is to reach out to the recruiter of the company you want to work for and ask them to critique your resume. Of course, remember that you need to build some sort of relationship with them before you ask this favor but by asking them to do this, they will look at your resume in detail. And the great thing about this tactic is that you minimize the risk of them not liking your resume because they've given you advice. There's also a chance that they could like your resume and bring you in for an interview. Just think about how this tactic works. They could look at your resume in detail and give you advice on how to fix your resume to their liking. You're essentially asking them, What would a really great resume look like to you and then delivering that to them? Now, if your resume is already in tip top shape, which hopefully if you've been doing this course, you've made a great resume, then you're already making a great impression with that person and you still win. Now, you could even use this tactic for interviews, asking the recruiter if they might be able to do a short mock interview with you. Again, they will give you feedback on what you need to work on. But if you kill the interview, they may want to schedule you for a real one. And the best part is, is you already know now what to expect during the interview. Now, if you're not able to do one of those two tactics and get your resume in beforehand, then you're probably going to have to go through the official application process. And that's what we're going to cover now. So as we enter into this process, what are the things we should look out for when we're applying? Well, when we enter into the application process, we're often doing this online. And I mentioned before that when we're submitting our resumes and applications, we have to cater to two audiences the human eye, and then the applicant tracking system. Oftentimes when you apply somewhere, there may be anywhere from two to 700 other applicants that are also applying for the same position. Many times what recruiters do because they don't have time to go through 700 applications is use the applicant tracking system to weed out applicants that don't meet the minimum standards. If you recall, an applicant tracking system is a software application that enables electronic handling of recruitment needs. It's very similar to a customer relationship management system, but are designed for recruitment tracking purposes. In many cases, they filter applications automatically based on given criteria such as keywords, skills, former employers, years of experience, and schools attended. So it's crucial that you make sure both your resume and your application are designed for the ATS. You need to use the keywords that companies you are applying for are looking for. You need to make sure you have custom resumes for each role you are interested in. Now, when you go to enter into many of these online applications, they're probably going to have some options for you in order to fill out the application by hand, filling in each one of the entry fields or just uploading a resume. My advice is to fill out everything by hand and also upload the resume. By doing this, you're going to make sure that the keywords that you're using in your resume show up in the applicant tracking system. And if it makes it through that first filter to human eyes, they still get to see the well-organized version of your uploaded resume. Additionally, as you apply in these online applications, if they offer the option to upload a cover letter or leave a notes section for you to paste in a cover letter, you need to do so. Conversations have to happen before any hiring decision is made, which means that getting into conversations with people who can hire you is the prime focus of every smart job search. Many of the application sites have a place where you can upload or paste a cover letter along with your resume, and employers look more favorably on candidates who take the extra step. In a professional world where communication skills are a must for any job, your cover letter is going to be the thing that introduces you, puts your resume in contact, and demonstrates your writing skills. Your job in this cover letter is to match the requirements that are for the job and explain how you have the qualifications for it. I'll include some links to some templates that you can use to start crafting a well-written cover letter. But now that you know a few of the things to watch out to, where are we going to start applying? Based on what type of work you're looking for, there are endless websites on which to find opportunities that will help you hit your outbound goals. First, let's start with aggregators. A job aggregator is essentially a search engine for open roles. They gather up postings from job boards and websites and compile them into a single searchable interface. They offer tools to narrow your search, such as part-time versus full-time, hourly versus salary, start date and location, along with other sorting options. Think of job aggregators like you think of Google, only for job opportunities. Some of the big ones include Indeed, Simply Hired, LinkedIn, ZipRecruiter, CareerJet, and others. Now let's talk about job boards. Job boards are websites used by employers to directly advertise their job vacancies. They are an essential tool for job seekers and employers to connect on. Job boards can range from location-based or career-based to demographic-based, from free to premium, from highly specialized to general, and from category-based like startups, freelance, internship, or nonprofits, and everything else in between. Some of these might include Crunchbase, Behance, Remote.co, and Flexjobs. Additionally, if you're a part of Plato University, you're probably looking for some sort of social impact career. And there's plenty of job boards that focus directly on those types of careers. These include websites like 80,000hours.org, goodgigs.app, pcdn.global, idealist.org, and escapethecity.org. Next, you can visit career pages for specific companies you may want to work at. These often display open roles and opportunities to join or connect with the company. These are valuable when the values or ethos of a specific company speak to you. Generally, you'll be able to apply directly or be explicitly directed on how to apply. You may see a clear picture of what it's like to work at the organization, people on their team, and the goals that they're working towards. Now, even if they don't have opportunities listed there on the careers page, doesn't mean that they're not looking for people. Remember, these companies have problems they need solved. So if you can start identifying problems from the outside, or maybe get some insider information based on the networking that you've been doing, You could actually still turn in a cover letter and resume and explain in the cover letter that you've identified some problems that they have and you have the skills to solve those problems. I would even go a step further and maybe demonstrate how you could solve that problem for them by doing a small project or something to turn in with your resume. Bringing this to light to the company may help them to identify a role that they need filled. And what do you know? Somebody has already come forth and said they have the skills to solve this. So they may just end up creating a role for you without them ever actually listing it. Now, as you go about these job boards, these aggregators, the career sites and career pages, you can do like most people do and apply directly through there. But you can double, triple and quadruple your chances of getting interviews from job postings by making direct approaches to the people in a position to hire you. Whenever you see a job you can do, respond to the posting in the requested way. But also flag all contact information for the company, their website, email addresses, mailing address, etc. Identify the people that you may be working for or the hiring manager and consider contacting them directly. You can email your resume directly to the manager with a personalized cover letter, at least doubling your chances of a hit. You can mail out a resume and a personalized cover letter to that manager, at least tripling your chances of a hit. And after you've sent stuff in, you could even make a follow-up telephone call to the manager first thing in the morning, at lunchtime, or at 5 p.m., at least quadrupling your chances of a hit. Remember, a successful job search is all about getting into conversations with people in a position to hire you as quickly and often as possible. The more frequently you get into conversations with managers whose job titles signify they have the authority to hire you, the faster you will land the new position, because you have skipped right over the resume database hurdle. You have sidestepped the recruiter's evaluation process, and you have the opportunity to make a direct and personal pitch to the actual decision maker. Getting a resume to someone by name with a personalized pitch gives you a distinct advantage over the other applicants. Now, before sending this off to the manager, make sure in the original application, they didn't put in a line like, please don't email us resumes, because other people may be trying to do this trick as well. The last place that I want to talk about applying through is through a job fair. When you're going to a job fair, try and do some research beforehand, looking at what companies are going to be there at the fair, and make sure you make a list of the ones that you would like to speak to. Then go through the process of research, which hopefully, if you've been following along in this course, you've already done for your target companies. Understand as much as you can about the company and the role that they're hiring for. Then prepare a resume and cover letter specifically applying for that role. When you go into the job fair, spend a little time talking to companies that you don't want to work at first. And the reason for doing this is to actually ease you into the job fair a little bit, to calm your nerves of talking to other people so that when you go talk to the companies you want to work with, you're calm and collected. Now, what happens in most job fairs is people didn't prepare beforehand. And what they end up doing is going and talking to the employer and ask him what they're hiring for, or what they're looking for. This shows that they've done no research on the company. But we're going to be different because we did the research beforehand. We're going to come with an application, a resume, and a cover letter already filled out. Then when you go to talk to the recruiter, introduce yourself and tell them about the research that you've done on their company. Tell them what excites you about their company, and then tell them that you understand the role. Tell them what they're looking for and explain how you have the skills to solve that. Now, at this point, you can give them your resume and cover letter, and you're more likely to be put into the yes pile for review later because you showed that you knew about the company, you knew about the role, and you explained the skills that you have to solve the problems in their company. Of course, make sure that you ask for business cards or their name and email so that you can follow up later. Now, before we break down the how-to process of the application, moving beyond some of these areas that you could apply and the tips that I just spoke about. Let's first discuss why we're going to go through this application process anyways. The first point is, is we're respecting the process. If the company's gone through the time to actually put out an open application on one of these platforms, they have a process set in place for people to go through. And while yes, we would like to sidestep this if we can, we also want to show that we can follow the rules and respect the process that they have laid out. This is why I mentioned if you're going to get your resume in through one of the side doors, you're also going to want to fill out the application online. The second reason that we're going to apply anyways is because things don't always work out like we want them to. Yes, we would love to get a referral in. Yes, we would love to sidestep this process, but sometimes it just doesn't happen and we have to take the hard route. And we're trying to increase our chances anyways, depending on how many people they're trying to hire for a position or how many applicants they may get. There may be two or three hiring managers who are going through these applications, in which case, if you can get your resume in front of more than one people and they both recognize you as a good candidate, you're increasing your odds. So now let's discuss the process of going through these applications. First off, remember what your goal is with the application. It's to showcase that you have the skills and experience to do the job and you're trying to get an interview. You want to talk to a real person to explain your skills and experience. And this application is the vehicle to do that. So the first step we wanna do when applying is identify who you're applying to and researching them thoroughly. We've already done this pre-work in the previous lessons, but maybe you've seen a great opportunity that you weren't thinking about before. In which case, you need to do the thorough research that we've done before on our target list. The second step is to craft your resume using their language, pointing out what they are looking for. This is the reason we spend so much time looking at their job descriptions. We want to pull out the keywords of the skills and specific responsibilities that they're looking for and make sure that that language is mirrored inside our resume. If they're looking for somebody that's highly skilled, motivated, and detail oriented, well then in my resume, what am I going to say I am? Highly skilled, motivated, and detail oriented. In the lesson on building your resume, we talked about the career summary or career highlights that's towards the top of the resume. You wanna make sure that the key things that they're looking for in their job description show up in that career summary. Once our resume is ready, then we need to write our cover letter. Remember, this is your chance to personalize to the hiring manager exactly what skills that you have solving what problems in their business. Make it clear as possible why you are a good candidate for this. As you have those materials ready, then apply using whatever system that they want you to apply through. If you've ever gone through the job search, there's a dozen different application systems that each company uses. Make sure you read the directions and follow whatever process they want you to follow. As you're going through the application, fill out everything as fully as you can. Don't leave anything blank. We're trying to give them as much information about us as we can. Remember the goal of the application. It's to quickly show hiring managers what you're good at, what they're looking for, and how you would fit in at their company. Your main focus during this application should be getting the first interview. This means you need to put effort into the application process so that you can actually be moved to the phone screen stage. Now, as you're going through filling out this application, realize that this is gonna be the first impression that hiring managers see of you, to see of your skills. And one of those important skills is communication. So you need to make sure that your writing is on point. You can use tools like Grammarly to check the basics, But also use common sense to craft concise messages that give the reader, which is the recruiter or hiring manager, a sense of who you are and how you can help them solve their problems or reach their goals. Go back to the job descriptions, career pages, and brands website to get information to craft your narrative in a way that will appeal to them specifically and cover their pertinent questions. Now something that you can do to stand out on the application is to record a short video. You could use a tool like Loom, which makes it easy to stand out by sending a quick 30 to 60 second video in addition to your written application or resume submission. You can add the link in your application or send it separately in a follow-up email to the hiring manager, or try both if you want. This video may answer application questions or pitch the recruiter on why you love the company and why you'd be a great fit. This not only shows initiative, but highlights your passion and level of technical competency that employers are looking for in things like remote roles. In these applications, there's oftentimes areas for you to leave links to your profiles or personal websites. This is where we want to leave the links to our case studies. Show them that you can actually solve the problems that they have in their business. As well as we took a ton of time building out our LinkedIn profile, so make sure you drop that link in as well. Now, we all know that going through the application process can be quite tedious, especially if you're filling out application after application after application. But as you start doing more of these, you're going to see that a lot of applications ask very similar questions. So stop reinventing the wheel for every application. Go to Google Drive and create an application answers document and populate it with the answers to general application questions. As you apply to jobs, add reoccurring questions you come across along with your answers. This will save you time and energy on the application process, time you can use to customize and personalize specific parts of each response based on the role and company. It's a simple little hack that can save dozens of hours over a single job search and increase your chances of landing an interview. Once you've submitted your application, you can also send your resume to some of the people that you had introductory meetings to and see if they can give you a warm intro into the hiring manager. Remember, we've already done the process that they wished us to do, but now we're trying to see if we can get more ins to that hiring manager. And if you've talked to multiple people at this company, then give your resume to those multiple people. Because having one referral come in from somebody saying, hey, this person is really great, is going to catch the hiring manager's attention. But having two or three people send it in is really gonna send a signal that they need to take a hard look at you as a candidate. And the last thing, once you've finished your application, you should follow up. Find out who the hiring manager is or the recruiter, and just send them a short follow-up email. A great thing to do in this follow-up email is actually to create something for them that shows that you can solve one of their problems. So for example, if you're a web designer, you could quickly redesign one of their landing pages that you feel would help them to better optimize their sales on that page. Then after you do the application, you could send a follow-up email to the hiring manager, letting them know that you've applied, but you wanted to share this project with them. Again, this is just gonna be another touch and another way to make you stand out. So for our activity today, go back to your career plan, look at the companies that you've identified, and start applying to those companies on your list. Once you've gone through the application process, give your resume to contacts that are at that company and ask if they'll refer you to the hiring manager. If things go well, we're moving on to the phone interview, which we'll cover in the next lesson. Thank you for taking the How to Start a Career course. To get everything you need for your job search, including advanced resources, personal coaching, and a community of passionate learners, then visit plato.university slash courses slash career and join us for free. Again, that's plato.university slash courses slash career. This course was produced by Plato University, where students turn passions into purpose and learn skills to change the world. Learn more at plato.university.